It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. It feels like the first time. It feels like the very first time. Hey everybody, welcome to the first time show. I'm really surprised I got the name of the podcast right. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at a point in my it's life all, where it's I all do downhill from here. I do too many podcasts. I think I'm just gonna say it. I have too many podcasts. I need to take a, a break. So uh, this is my announcement. I'm quitting Dynamic Banter. Uh, Mike doesn't know yet, but I figured you guys should know first. And I'm quitting the first time show. And I'm moving to Kansas. Guys, welcome to the first time show. <laughs> We're talking about Lovecraft Country. None of that is true. I, I don't know if you need me to <laughs> clarify. clarify. It's not true. But <laughs> it's definitely not true. Um, Welcome. We're talking about episode three of Lovecraft Country entitled Crunch. Holy Ghost. And um, I'm so back. I'm back in, baby. I'm so back in. Are you back in, Brett? Oh, I mean... Hesitation! That inf- that infers <gasps> I left the party. Okay. Well, I feel look, like I stayed. Same, but there was a little bit of caution. There was a point at which the party thinned out, and you were like, mm, I was just worried because... we start saying our goodbyes, but the party is rocking again. I, um... It, it, we just needed that moment where it's like, it's <laughs> an anthology. You know, the moment where the train came in. But it's also in. narrative. <laughs> throughout uh, <laughs> yeah and so um now, now and I our think we, expectations i think are correct we have a confirmation that there seems to be a um and a, certainly a sort of anthology anthology-esque anthological anthological <laughs> skew to the i'm gonna series. call it compounding anthology that's a great way to call it i dare that's you to I'm call it with. again well, I I guarantee I'll say it again before the end of this podcast. Um, but what I want to say is, uh, is that man, I I was there was a slight worry. I wanted to be bad. Like I wanted this one to be great. You me, know what I mean? Me too. And me it was I, I was counting on it. I was like, if this one, right, this one has to be great. There was a lot riding on this, this one, one would, for me, and, and it did. I thought it would it would right the wrongs of the last one. Yeah. And as much as it's like, okay, yeah, that all that's going to matter, but it's only going to matter on a macro level. Right. When you guys are saying this one and that's, that one, you're talking about episodes? I thought you said meant like the last show we did. No. Oh, no. 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 We're talking no. about We're two not. And three. The last show is but a distant dream at this point. We are on to the next. I think I'll be very clear if I'm talking about leftovers. I, I, no, we're talking about because look, the last episode of the show wasn't as good as the first episode of the show. Period. It just wasn't, and so the second episode wasn't as good as the first episode. Yes, yes. and so this what there if was this a show lot crosses over with leftovers. <laughs> Don't you dare! There was a lot riding on this episode being very good, or at least um, picking up 
the the feeling that something uh, might not be good in the show. And this was it was important. A lot was riding on this one. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, I'm here. Um, I'm I was there, and I'm here still too. I was yeah, there, yeah. and I was everywhere. <laughs> Um, but I was, I was just clarifying was to be certain because you're you were saying a I, lot of that and this. And I was not just specifications. I was just, just clarifying. Worried. That's all. I was worried they were going to do the leftovers thing where they were like, because even Alana was like, "Uh oh, we're watching a new leftovers essentially." Because, um, you know, it's it. You're not sure if like the events of the last episode are canon in this weird new episode you just where have she's no buying idea. a house and you're like are they in the same universe are they back in time are they forward in time could they uh, 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 are she being impersonated by a slime monster yeah, like just who knows you weren't sure and so i was like <laughs> all right here we go but when they completely clarified that there was a passage of time and they were all keeping the fantastical they were keeping up with events, the kardashians they were keeping the fantastical events that happened to them in the last episode a complete secret from their family and um, and friends, and that's how they're choosing to move on from that horrific ordeal they all went through. And I like that they um, they address that, and the, and so we're back on track with it being just kind of a passage of time and. Uh, and and now that the episode is over, we have like an actual like story. We have like a we have like an end game. It feels like, but but I'm also not sure because in the next episode it could be another mini finale to that whole thing. They find the pages of this book of Adam or whatever, and then that's that. They kill the girl or whatever. Um, but no. maybe not. You know, maybe this is the actual. This is where we're going. Which girl? It, I exactly. Just, I think that. <laughs> We just have to understand and we have to like acknowledge there hasn't been a show like this before that I can remember. Right. Were they cause this episode felt like it was clearly we're gonna do something a little different each episode. We're probably gonna touch on a, a Lovecraft story in some mm-hmm. way each episode. But it's all contributing to a larger narrative. I'm mm-hmm. really interested to read the book at this point. Yeah. I wonder how the book breaks down. Me too. Somebody um, if the book is just a bunch of short stories. And the show kind of mm. created these two characters to carry us through. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I was th- wondering that in the episode too. Also, somebody on Twitter, this is not a spoiler, although don't ever tell us about the book again because I almost just didn't read this tweet. He was like, not a spoiler, but on the side. Anyway, he said something <laughs> like, uh, um, the um, we talked about how much was covered in the last episode, in episode two. And he said, that's nothing compared to how much happens in the book and gets covered and et cetera. So. Oh yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess we'll never, we won't be able to like cross reference book stuff without getting too spoilery until the, until final, the episode. final episode. We and, should have someone on in the final who's read it. But even then it's like, you know, cause a lot of book series turn to TV series type things mm-hmm. kind of, implement things from like a number of books into one season or whatever and for all we know we could be like all right end of the season let's dig into this lovecraft country book and see what's going on and then there's like a massive spoiler for like the next season or something like in the first book you know or in that book or whatever 
I don't know. I just want to play it safe and kind I of. I, Listen, I, I've I, got I it on order he, from the library. It's eight weeks. <laughs> here's what I want. I'll have it. Here's what. The show here, here's what I want to have. Which library app? Do you I use? I want to wait till the show is over. Libby, shout out Libby. I want to wait till the show is over, and then I want to find out from someone who has read the book and watched the show if it's safe to like now dig into the book. Yeah, I'm serious. I want to have someone. Meckler. Yeah, we, we should have someone who's read it on our last episode. Hey guys, let's. It's time for a new segment on the show. Text Meckler. <laughs> Brett's gonna text Meckler and we're just gonna wait for him to do that <laughs> Alexa text Ben Meckler cringe and that's been text Meckler this has been usually Steve and Brett have matching headbands and today Brett and I have matching hair that's right we've reached baby bun phase of quarantine <laughs> for right. me i'm proud of you brett i've just lost i don't care i just lost all ability um all right let's talk about this fucking I've worn show. this shirt for several days letty, every time i look in the mirror it makes me happy letty mm-hmm. is a wonderful character she's incredible i love her and i love her so much more now because she's such a badass and she's Does so it feel strong. Like they took her on like a visual journey this episode. Yes. She's always looked so like poised and composed and her makeup is perfect. And this episode they really like stripped her down to a point that in that last scene where she's with the ghosts, she has no makeup on at all. Yeah. And she's like bruised and torn up and Right. She starts like the, in the most beautiful dress she's worn the whole season that is absolutely yeah, epic I and wonder, incredible. I wonder if they were going for like a, her kind of losing it progressively in the episode and then visually right. representing that in the lack of makeup by the time she's about to exercise some demons. Well, it is a Letty's episode, I think. So certainly. And I'll take two more and I'll. I thought this one was plain. and one to go. <laughs> thought it was plain. Episode. Who? What? This was Honk's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a reference? It's a, it's a lost joke. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm wait, sorry, Brett, every time you move too much, I see, not too much, the lights, just the way that your yeah. light, it's so crazy to have them getting brighter on, and darker. It's on purpose. It's supposed to be scary. It is so scary. Like a haunted house vibe. It is so, so scary. I got, feel like some special effect is going to pop out. We got a total haunted house episode with ghosts. That were gory and scary looking and fucking bizarre as fuck. That basketball baby. I know. That was <laughs> that I was did, the face out of the pictures was a little rough. Yeah, yeah you the mean the face? yeah, the one that was oh. like get the fuck out of the house, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. rest of it was cool. It was, it was like cool Sandman like... from Spider Man whatever Spider Man that was. <laughs> what Spider Man was that? Was what that Spider Man two? Wait, which one? Was you... San- was Sandman? Oh, that was Spider Man Three. What are you doing with your glasses? Spider Man Three. Spider Man Three. It looked like Sandman to me. That was original trilogy Spider Man. Original Raimi trilogy. <laughs> Raimi trilogy. Um. Wait. While we're on the topic of that, can I also say, I don't know. If Absolutely we... not. We have to move on. I don't know we if can't we talk needed. About We've got right now. so <laughs> much to go through. I don't know if we needed the scene with the kids doing the Ouija board. So I, I'm wondering yeah. if it's going to come back around in future episodes because it kind of felt like 
What did it it's like so fell. random? It's like I didn't want to run it back. I wanted to just take it, it for liter- face value. It said, it literally it said, said George, George is, is dead. dead. Yeah. And that's why she was like, that's not funny because George is her dad. But here's the thing. George is uh, our I feel character like, who died last episode. I feel like they just too. wanted their their Stranger Things moment. Yeah, the whole thing I was like, I mean, I'm getting the ghost thing. You don't need to Ouija me for me to understand it. Don't Ouija me. Are we supposed to know those kids? Exactly. We only we know, know the one, one kid. Right? No, yeah, we're not supposed girl. to know those we kids. We only know the girl. So maybe it's like starting us in on her life a little well, i mean we'll see we'll see you next week <laughs> um <laughs> i agree because there was very little payoff it was that. just so random it felt like so i and wonder then, if it's gonna come around and then they said what do they call her d like little d or yeah something? something like that um yeah d i feel like they were setting her up as like a baseball bat wielding ghost <laughs> puncher <laughs> Yeah, okay. Did you get that moment? I only got I only got it because they said something that made me think. Because someone said they told the story. Oh, oh, it was it was um, Tick. It was Jackie Robinson comes tick? through and saves the day, and he says, "I got you, kid." No, that and then Tick. It's Tick or Tig. Tick. So Tick. Atticus. Oh, that's right, Atticus. I can't, I keep forgetting. It's Atticus's dad who was like Papa Tick. He was like, remember. Um, the aunt was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I just thought I'd like come see D or like hang out with D. She's got like a mean right hook with the bat or something. He said he had some line about how she was really good with the bat. Yeah. And I and I thought like, oh, that's going to totally pay off later as her like Shit, yeah. beating a ghost head off or something. And they also had her in the house experience some kind of paranormal thing so i thought she was going to be a part of it somehow and she wears a jersey all the time well they like... didn't sell the house you know well that's true but I in know, that, in that episode i really wanted to see her be a part of it because she also seems to be really in tune with like the the supernatural stuff does and, she well because she's a comic book nerd and she's reading like comic books about alien invaders and stuff oh so she has the potential to be in that it seems like she's nerdy enough to be like i want to help I get rid of these just, ghosts i think these are all seeds they're all being i think so too i think sure, dirt sure. and later in the season it's going to be like oh okay yeah, totally yeah, yeah. i was just disappointed that there was no payoff in the episode with the ouija board scene at all but you know i think that's something they're doing because a few times now there's been something in a <clears throat> in the previous episode that gets paid off on episode later like th- like the death of the uncle they had this whole setup where we're like oh he's gonna yeah. die this episode and it's not until the next episode that he dies i feel like they're doing a different type of storytelling mm. potentially with the way they're weaving payoffs mm. Weaving you payoffs guys fuck with Ouija. <laughs> no, I like uh, I like Green Jelly's cover of Weaving Payoffs. Um, green Jelly? <laughs> no. Remember when it was Green Jello? Oh, what? Wait, you know what? who Green Jelly is though? No. So it was Green Jello, and they got sued, and they had to change it to Green <gasps> oh, Jelly. Oh, that's so funny. But I had the cassette tape that that's was a... Green Jello. No way. My mom threw it away. Oh my! Lyrics. My mom because she read the she lyrics. She regrets it now. She regrets it. My mom threw away my big nipples rule shirt, and I'll never forgive her for it. <laughs> I found a shirt at a thrift store in Ventura that said in big white letters, "Big nipples rule." Fucking Were they greatest dick shirt. Size nipples. Greatest Guys, shirt we're ever. We're streaming on Twitch every night. <laughs> Almost every night. 
<laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> yeah, Ouija board seemed kind of unnecessary. If you follow every single thing that Steve does, <laughs> it makes sense. You can follow every joke. If you're yeah. in on the easy you, and if you you're know, not in, you you're not in. Um, but this the episode needs was to pick up and catalog all these so that it's <laughs> like an encyclopedia. I um, I felt so much tension in this episode more more so because of the racists. Oh yeah, and not oh, because yeah. of the ghosts. There was more. I was more afraid of the racists, which I think is perfect and very Jordan Peele, and I'm hundred percent in on that. Which is great a great point to make but again i don't know how much jordan peele is actually involved in this okay well like he might still. Have, like but he would is it misha green it's I think misha something i think so misha green I, yeah i mean like, misha green knowing what i know about producing tv shows they're jj and jordan are definitely working on something else and they're watching episodes and they're giving like thoughts yeah and they wouldn't, but they wouldn't but put their name on it if they weren't, if the creators and the writers and the directors weren't doing things that they were like, we're behind this. Well, what like, I we like, what this. I mean by him potentially having input, like we'll never know, but yeah, potentially true, true. when she pitched it to him, maybe he was like, sure, but I'd really like it to feel like the racist aspect is scarier than the actual supernatural. Like I feel like that's a very Jordan Peele's input oh, I conversation. Feel like that's got to be in the book. That's what I'm saying. Like call a book Lovecraft Country and make it about this. It's got to be about like the juxtaposition that's so of true. the way white people treated people of color during this time was so bizarre the only way to explain it is to parallel it to like aliens exactly ghosts, like everything weird and terrifying that white people have for years been afraid of the only way to truly make us understand what they went through is to parallel that with like hey you know at night when you're getting up to go to the restroom and you hear something in the other room and you're terrified that's what we went through in real life that's and what really, living was like, like real terrors that we had to and deal with. am i reading too much into this but they also seem to be um, they also seem to be connecting the type of racists or the type of the type of, uh, you know, the type of shit that that these people had to deal with during that time. They're connecting it with kind of like the type of monster it is like, you know, how there was the oh. sundown mm -hmm. town. It was the sundown uh, town situation where they were basically hunted at night to to be taken out of of mm -hmm. town and the monsters only came out at night to come attack them and they were in the forests where these murders would happen yeah etc et yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it really seems like they're i mean certainly the antics are mirroring yeah the which might be another itself yeah which, which might be another book thing which might be like um something that was very apparent in the books i think it's just good writing too like and it's just good it's writing got a, that's a way to do it for sure. Um, but you know, I felt so tense from the um, massage I got earlier, and I <laughs> don't know what she did wrong. No, I feel so tense about the the racists and the and what the our beloved main characters had to deal with, and how prepared they were for when they were like when they got their guns and their bat their weapons mm -hmm. out to protect themselves. It feels like they're getting stronger. Is that weird? Well, I, I think, felt like I had more confidence but, in their ability to deal with it. But time. I think that like, they're also used to it. Like Alana said, this is in their mm -hmm. first rodeo probably because of how they mm -hmm. threw everything into the trunk. Like the sister came well, out. You're definitely with dealing with racism there. 
it used fe- to it. It just feels to me like they've done this before, like they've done this exact thing before, or something very similar to it. And the way that they were so well, she even says at the end, like you can't go around killing white women. Right, right, exactly. Um, but I, but I liked. I, I it felt so. Um, it, it, it's so eye opening because there's so much in that you're seeing that you know really happened you know for a fact really happened but the history books we had didn't go any deeper than surface level hardships for people of color and but i didn't fucking know that like that's i mean that's probably fucking real it has to be real that's what i wrote in my notes i wrote a fucking history lesson in every episode and i love that man like i need need this responding to i think is the entire purpose of the show right Exactly. We're talking about a fucking haunted house, and the scariest thing about <laughs> it is the people who live across the street. You know what it is? It's a curriculum for. It's like it's like history history of African American people of color. In, like it's it's like history. It's a it's a history lesson in a curriculum for people that like love horror shit. You know what I mean? Like if you love horror and you yeah. want to learn about things that they didn't teach you in school about Jim Crow era America, come watch Lovecraft Country and then afterwards we're going to watch Watchmen and we're going to like dissect all of these real life moments and then all of these written moments and the juxtaposition of both real life things and it's like a class that's like, "Oh fuck, it's history made really cool." It's history made cool in the way that you're like these stories it's are just a super smart. It's super smart it's super going smart. like, hey, super smart. I'm going to find you where you were afraid. Right. Jaws made people not want to go to the beach. And they're basically saying like, yeah, that's scary because there was a shark. We we're afraid to leave our, our home. Right. <laughs> right. right. You guys are we going. Could, we could be killed for doing that. And <laughs> right. it's still true today. And it's like right. finding that kind of common ground, I think, is the smartest thing the show is doing. Well, and it's utilizing. um something that's so widely viewed like a HBO series and it's utilizing that audience and that projection and that, that uh, platform to, for, for a really good thing for not just like, here's a show about, you know, some fuckers getting into trouble and they're stoners and it's going to be funny and they're musicians or whatever. And it's like, Oh, that's a cool show. But it's so fucking enlightening and wonderful and beautiful and amazing when you can take a story that's like engaging and interesting and cool and makes you feel empowered and and gives you all those wonderful emotions that you want from something like this. And then intertwined is the history of an oppressed people of an oppressed peoples that you that's shown to you in a way that's like more historically accurate than anything we were taught in school. And that's like mm-hmm. fucking so cool. It's like magic school bus for adults. <laughs> wow. That's well, like a great you analogy. Us, you could teach it all day, but it's just not going to be as effective as having ghosts as a white kill racists. watching a white person <laughs> break into a black person's house <laughs> get their head knocked off by an elevator and be like that's what you fucking deserve dude it was like, the there most satisfying there's no way for my history teacher to lay that down in the same way right right exactly yeah. there's no i'm sorry to history teachers but there's no history teacher teacher on the earth that could that could like sh- there's a world yeah. where i'm like this is the this is the education i want right right so yeah. my son where it's like 
just show them Lovecraft. Do right. Do ten weeks on Lovecraft County. Right. And country class. Like I think there's also something to be said for like our age absorbing this at this age. I'm gonna keep calling it county. I just listen. My (laughs) brain has decided that's what it's fucking called. You try telling that to the people of Lovecraft Country, okay? Because I can imagine even watching this from an education perspective in high school which was my last mm-hmm. time having American history because I went to art college. Um, I, you just, I mean, you'd absorb it differently, obviously. Like you're a different person. I guess that's true. At, a, yeah. at different ages. And like, just sure. It's something that's really, it's, I don't, I agree with you that obviously something like this, when we were first educated about American history would have been incredible if it was like appropriate violence wise, obviously, but, and sexual wise. But, um, I, there's like there needs to be there's still a hole when it comes to learning about these things as an adult once your mind is a little different and able to absorb things and understand them differently as well sure you know sure um when there's no more mandatory i mean education. i remember watching requiem for a dream and i might have been too young but i remember <laughs> watching it and going like oh I'll, i never want to do any of those fucking mm-hmm. drugs that's a nightmare and then I remember people saying, like, we should just show that to kids. Like, we should just show that to, like, teenaged, too young kids and be like, this is not just a work of fiction. This is what happens when you, like, get into the really, really hard, disgusting drugs. You have your arm cut off, you know, and shit like that. Um, or you die. And uh, that's not that's it's hard to compare those because that's not really education about stuff. It's more like scare tactics. But I'm just saying if we which is totally no, I want to point out, though, like because I don't want us to be minimizing. I know you don't intend this. Oh, I totally don't. I'm saying it for the three of us in case anyone misunderstands. We're not trying to say that the the education the show is giving is just scare tactics. No, no. It's a little bit more. I'm just saying history. If there was like a school for like nerds, we could have. (laughs) You could just have classes about all of these different things. Well, no, I think that you're absolutely tapping on the exact same uh, purpose, like educational process. Yeah, purpose, because entertainment is the most powerful educational tool we have. When a teacher's up there and talking about George Washington and whatever, you don't have a relationship with George Washington the same way you have a relationship with these characters and the characters in Requiem. And when he gets his fucking arm sawed off, you're like, I'm sad for that character. I yeah. wish he hadn't made those choices. And by extension, you go, maybe I shouldn't make those choices. <laughs> exactly. And when you watch these characters where it's like, hey, these racist assholes are clearly the villain and are so, it's just insane that it's even happening. You're like, maybe I don't want to be like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's, exactly. That's going to be more powerful than any like, you know, any I, textbook can possibly teach you. I think you're right. I think, it, I, and I, and I certainly think just like a curriculum that's meant for a general populace is kind of meant for that. I feel like it won't work for everybody, but there's probably a a large amount of slight at least if you have slight empathy in you as a young child <laughs> you know then then you Owen isn't on this episode <laughs> right exactly then you'll you'll instantly associate with these characters and feel and put yourself in their position and uh uh empathize with sure. these characters and then that hopefully makes you feel like you don't want to do those things wait on um, the education point though i would interject that that's 
that point, that's about where books come in, I think. That's why there's mandatory reading mm-hmm. as well, because it's intended for you to learn. But also, books won't always connect with someone and some people. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think yeah, the bigger yeah. problem with books is that so far, what's been uh, like, uh, I don't know what the term is, like allowed to be mandatory book reading for the United States at required certain ages. Reading. Yeah, what's on the allowed list for required reading are all like things written by white authors about the white yeah. experience, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mostly white male. Yeah, I mean, p- I think that they're getting better about that, though. I, I think a lot of curriculum is updating, uh, not not necessarily, unfortunately, not race-specific, but it's like when I was going to school, we read a lot of very classic literature that just didn't hold um, relevance to what was happening in the 90s when I was growing up, but I, I found books like 1984 and the jungle. And there's a bunch of books that I were really impactful to me. Uh, but I love to read. You kind of have to be there. I think, well, I think TV and film is an easier, <laughs> uh, in for kids, but, um, I you just find th- a dork like me, like well, I'll read a book. Exactly. Man. I just think that there's like people that are going to associate more with the, the moving picture with a film or a TV show or something than they are with like the written word, you know, and, and vice versa, you know, and, and there's just all types of people. And I think it would be hard to zero in on like, you'd have to just get to an age where, <laughs> I don't know, where you can make a choice, I guess. I think it's I a know. different type of education. Yeah. I think it's apples it and oranges. I wouldn't be comparing them that way. But- I'm just, look, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I just want to say, I'm glad this exists. Right. This show, no matter what happens from this point on in the show, I realize now that it doesn't matter if it if it's not like the the most perfect story with the most well done visual effects and and you know um i i just think there's something so much more important going on in the show and i think that the the things that they're showing us that certainly that i believe have totally happened to real americans in our actual history um i think that not that, just believe it's fact i think i know but there there could be you know some of it is could be fabricated but we don't know how exactly these incidences occurred i'm just saying that however they're portrayed in the show i'm sure really happened um i'm just saying that the fact that a show on hbo being shown to so many people being accessible to so many people is more important than like all of this monster stuff being cool. One hundred percent. That's you the know? only reason I'm in for us watching. That's this. why I'm I like feel monster. Like, even if the show. Yeah, but I I feel like when you do that, it's like dangerous. You open yourself up for criticism about That's true. like for the criticism to be like, well, this VFX is pretty shitty, and like it's really not a good ghost story, and this, you know, what I mean, like you allow people to review and kind of cover it from a perspective of like, I mean, it could be better from a craftsmanship perspective. And so to that end, I'm like, I do wish that it was like, I do wish that they had gone a little like harder with it. Like you think about like what Carrie Fukunaka, I think I'm saying that. Yeah. The guy did did. true detective season one where it's like beyond it just being like people were in on that show, but it also was like visually was a masterpiece. So people were just like breaking down the cinematography of it, the like craft of it. And I feel like with this, I do think they're like, 
you know, I don't know. Like HBO might have given this like a teeny budget in comparison to like Game of Thrones, for instance. So yeah. they might not have the money to get there. But I do, I do like the one thing I would say is I wish that that the craftsman pieces were a little better, so that there's nothing to fault it for, and you can really kind of like yeah, I see dig that. into I... what's amazing about it. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think um, I can totally agree with that, um, but. If the visual effects end up being like the 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 one thing that's keeping it from being perfect, then I think it's still a win for what they're trying to do, and for what they're doing, I think it's it's still a win for me. But I also yeah, feel no, like I, I it, think of it from like a sell-in perspective. Yeah, like if yeah, I yeah. grab a friend who doesn't like sci-fi and, and horror, like it's gonna be a hard sell, you but, know. But I also feel like. Um, no, totally, totally. I, uh, but it is seemingly so far, they're handling horror very well. I think that there's some really strange, unique, from just a purely horror perspective, strange and unique horror things happening that I'm really appreciating. And if those things happened in a movie, I'd be like talking about them with my friends, like that that basketball baby. That I'd be talking about that forever with my friends. I'd be like, "All right, who's your who's your who's your top five movie monsters? basketball baby? Mo- well, okay, who's J- your top five basketball yeah. baby? No, it's all like, right, we got Kareem Olajuwon. <laughs> What's no, the like, baby? It's like who's your top mo- movie monsters? Jason, you know, like uh, Freddy, the basketball baby. It- <laughs> 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 you know, I just think that I. I it's just there's some really cool horror things going on and I'm really loving it and digging it. And I love the gore and the the weird um I just love what they're doing. I think they're doing great. Um and hopefully if this sh- season does really well, they just keep going and then if they get a second season, I'm sure with how they're doing, they'll get more of a budget and maybe the visual effects will mm. get better too. But um Amen. But we'll see. Um all right. Anything else we want to talk about? Uh, oh, there was a mention of Martin Luther King. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. I didn't even catch that. Steve caught it. Did you catch it, Brett? Should we say when it happened? No, wait, what? Yeah, Steve, the, tell it. Yeah, there was when? the in, during the party scene when Letty is like pouring drinks for everybody. There, there were these people in the there were people in the room and they were talking about a reverend that's supposedly going to start the movement. And they were like, um, he was going to marry a white woman, but then they made him wear oh, no, a they black s- woman. Yeah. And they and said, then, they said what his name was. And they were like, he's going Michael, by, but now he's, he's going, going by, by Martin. Martin now. Yeah. Yeah. I hear he's going by Martin now. And then they That's were talking really about interesting. There's a scene, the show, the episode opens with Letty and church. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, and when I went back, back to pull clips, I watched that scene again and I had completely like, it just glazed over me rewatching. And I was like, such a powerful scene thinking about where we came from the last episode to start that way where she's sitting there and like knowing what the episode is about watching it back like her having to process and deal with everything that's going on and like everything in her head it's a really it's a really cool scene and they it's just that and there's like a i want to say a voiceover it might have been the the preacher but um it's just that and then it goes into the opening credits and it was like I just lost it after that because it had that kind of uh, text roll about the people found in the house, like Blair Witch style. 
And uh, but going back and rewatching it, I thought that was like a really, really cool scene. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the first time around. So that's interesting. Yeah, because that scene just kind of like I figured, oh, whatever this is, it's going to come back thematically in some way in the episode. Yeah. And I had kind of forgotten about it by the time we had gotten to the racist ghost killers or the <laughs> racist, the ghost, the racist the ghost go- doctor. And then the racist <laughs> and the, the, who ghost, the, the, the ghosts who kill racists. Um, yes. yes. It is interesting. Right. This episode I felt like was really heavily um, pulled from for the trailer. There was a lot yeah. of trailer moments in this episode. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, thinking about the other kind of pieces in the trailer, I'm like, there's a, there's a lot to go. Cause in my head, I'm like, how are they going to factor in all of these pieces? But like her coming out with the burning cross in the background, uh, was oh, a really, man. really like, you know, powerful snapshot in the trailer. And yeah. I feel like they really brought that home and in a it's... way that was like it, but it, it was like, I, I don't want to misrepresent this, but it's like I felt like that was a really powerful scene where it was like they took the power away from a burning cross. They didn't knock the cross down. They they let it. They just there. completely ignored it. Yeah. And they were just like that. You know. That was cool. I like that scene a lot. Yeah. And I wonder if. Um, what was I going to say about the. Uh, oh, it's it sucks that the cops didn't say anything about the burning cross or anything. They just were there to, well, they wouldn't during that. Yeah, I know. It just, it's just sucks that they didn't. What do you mean? It sucks in what way Well, that they weren't like, I don't know. They're villains. They're evil. I didn't expect anything, but it just sucks that they're like, they're there to hassle them and say like, what's with all this fucking shit? What's with all the noise and shit and not about like what happened here and not like, you know, I know that it's not that time, but it just sucks that that happens. It sucks that that's what that's yeah. what that is. Sucks that that's yeah. still happening. Yes, sucks that that's still. But happening. overall, super good up, ep- like really good episode. So really good. good to kind of. It feels like this episode was a huge step forward in understanding what we're going to get week to week. Yes. And seeing the trailer for next week, I'm like, oh, here we go. We got an Indiana Jones episode coming up. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I love it. I love how this show is just like, fuck it. We're going full Indiana Jones and there's going to be some like, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's like ghosts and curses and there's going to be more magic. They got that tiny bridge. And I'm like, man, you're lucky to have the bridge. I don't know if you saw Last Crusade. It wouldn't have been out at this point in history. (laughs) Well, I haven't seen it, but I plan on seeing it soon. Just kidding. That's ridiculous. Um I like also the like very casual. There was a line where when they were discussing if they should tell the family what happened to George, like how he actually died. And so it must have been between the dad and Atticus. But he said he started. There's just a line where he says something about tell them white people have magic, too. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Such a nice little like subtle way to bring in that black culture yeah or my understanding of african culture interesting you should bring that up is it time for clips <gasps> oh it might oh, be time as he for looks clips. to the wall <laughs> sure let's get to some clips how does that sound time everybody? For some oh. <laughs> what are you doing a fish. Oh. Oh. <laughs> there we go Clips. 
Yes. Clips. 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 I want everybody except Samuel to get up and get the fuck out. All right, let's get to these clips. This first clip is called Wake. I got you, kid. Is it because that's when he woke him up? Is it, is it the sounds he makes waking up? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I got you, kid. <laughs> Let's hear it again. Okay. I got you, kid. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Next clip. So what? You want us to tell them that wizards exist? <laughs> so what? You want us to tell them that wizards exist? That's going to be a great clip to keep coming back to. And our final clip. <laughs> oh, before she goes out there with her back. I just like that there is a horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Long horn. <laughs> I love a good long it's hard. horn. Pulling clips on Lovecraft is hard. It really is. Um. All right, so I guess it's time for emails, huh? Or no, Alana's thoughts. Alana, <gasps> do you have your thoughts? I have a few. Oh, do the theme song. Well, do you have thoughts, Alana? I do have a couple. Okay, great. Here we go. <laughs> I love that. That's that so song good. Is oh my gosh. It's great. I really need that file so I can listen all the time. Okay, the only thoughts that we haven't covered yet. I still haven't been getting into like themes because it's just a lot going on. Certainly. And we record so quickly after. I've barely processed. But I need to say, dear Lord, the fashion in this episode, I was screaming. Oh yeah. Lana screamed a lot. Oh my Especially during God. the sex scene. Oh yeah. I screamed and slapped Steve with my foot. <laughs> she screamed for like a good like. I screamed through the whole sex scene, like the entire a second and a half. No, I screamed through the whole thing. I was I just happy it was, it was really him. There was a moment. I, I know. Was like, is this a ghost? I know, and I was wondering if she was gonna have a moment where she's like, "No snake." All right, we're good. <laughs> well, earlier yeah. in the episode, I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Can he just fucking kiss her already?" And then that happened, so it was very good what payoff. do you think about the fact that it took it took him getting jealous to do it i think it's fine move. i totally get his character and where he's coming yeah. from he's, and... he's definitely not focused he's focused on what the fuck happened at that house and his uncle and all the supernatural shit he's not thinking about love and being with somebody i just think he wasn't i like that there was a guy who's like we used to hook up in the past and i'm thinking we could easily hook up tonight if that's cool with you no <laughs> it's not cool all right i'm gonna get out of here. that's what i was gonna say i think that's i think that's what pushed him less the jealousy and more the fact that somebody else is noticing oh, what's going sure. on between them then he's like okay so it's not just me it's definitely real i mean she's like what the hottest thing on the planet and and he's like look he's thinking that no one's going to make a move on her and be like... No, I, that's not what I'm saying at all. No, no, no. I'm saying that out oh. loud about oh, okay. the whole thing. Like, mm -hmm. um, you got to strike while the iron's hot because she's a super catch. And, like, <laughs> someone's going to snatch her up, dude. So you got to make your move. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Anyway, that dress, that blue dress, is the number one dress of my life at the moment. And I'm start. I started Devil in wondering. A blue dress. While we were watching the episode, I started wondering how much it would cost to get a uh, like that dress made so that I can own it. <laughs> That's how deep it went. I was like, well, I know how much fringe costs, but how much does this cost? Anyway, I went off, and I might look into that. <clears throat> Another Love thing it. about the clothes I wanted to mention. God, every item of clothing in this show is my dream. Whoever's the costume designer, I can't believe I don't know who that is. I got to look it up. But um, they had, I think it was uh, George's wife's character. I don't remember her name. She was even wearing some Asian fabrics. Oh, yeah. oh And just like, there, you know, like for somebody who pays attention to costumes and clothing, there's so much storytelling in the clothing as well. Like, you know, any good department has storytelling in their department, right? And just the storytelling in that, like they're showing so much like layers of culture going into these black families and having them wear all these different types of outfits, letting them embody so many different types of characters and not just be this one-dimensional archetypical 50s black person character. Like I could just go on forever. The textures, the fabrics, the colors, the use of all of it together and variety and how it lends itself to the scenes. Oh my gosh, I'm just very hyped. And I'm particularly hyped about that blue dress and the fact that they use some Asian fabrics. Ugh. The coolest. I feel like I responded the same way you're responding at the fashion to the set design in the set. Oh my god, yeah, and the way they I went like they together. Really went for it. They scissors right into each other. Scissor me timbers. <laughs> okay, so there's the clothing part, and then I just wanted to. Well, I don't know if you're going to talk about the Winthrop House, but I will talk about it later when. Jackpot. You... Wait, Steve, are you going to read a wiki anything? I there is no info. Okay, really. wait. Let me talk about it then. Okay, because I googled it. it. We're on our own. The wind. So they kept calling the house that she rented or bought or whatever the Winthrop uh, House. And I looked up if there's a real thing called the Winthrop House. First of all, there is like a. Oh, my video oh, closed. Oh, Loner is gone. Um, there's like a a quote house. Um, that's like a. I think it's it's more like a fraternity type of house at Harvard called the Winthrop House which I just thought was quite funny. But I don't think that's what they're referencing here. <clears throat> what they're referencing is in Chicago, obviously there was a lot of segregation and um, violence and not allowing of black people to try to enter what, what was considered white neighborhoods. So like, I think they were talking about it. the North side is more white and the South side is more like black or whatever in their segregation in the past. But I looked up what the um, Winthrop house is in reference to, and it's in reference to, I think they called it like the Winthrop block or the Winthrop area, Winthrop block. Um, and it's an area of North Chicago, like, like a block that was the first area that had black residents. And eventually they made, I don't know who they is, whoever set laws, um, allowed black people to rent property there, but that was the only place in North Chicago that black people were allowed to like rent or own property. And it apparently, I mean, this I'm not a historian, so I'm doing my best to just quote what I've read here, but apparently it all started because a black chauffeur was inherited a house on that block from the man that he chauffeured for. 
So it was in the same kind of style wow. of like not able to have bought something themselves, but inherited it. The chauffeur left it for him when he died or something. No, he left it to the chauffeur. But yeah, that's I think what you right, meant right, to right. say. Sorry, that is what I meant to say. Yeah. Sorry. So uh, anyway, so very similar with that. And, you know, obviously all the the talk of how violent shit was and wanting to fucking kick people out and stuff is very real. I don't um, know about this language, but I do appreciate <laughs> what you're saying. Anyway, just wanted to mention that's North awesome. Rock Block is the the real one. And if you want to Google it, I only found like one article, but the sh- episode did just drop. So look at you doing the work for the <laughs> wiki, the Lovecraft fandom page that should have this shit in there. Well, Google Northrop Block. Come on, Law. Listen, I'll see who you want to find out more about. Okay. Wait, wait, I'm sure there's go? more info. Where do people go to get? But this is just the basic bit I can spew in uh, i was just saying google northrop block ah. chicago because if you google northrop house you'll just get stuff about harvard i'll hit up lon harris and see what he can do about getting you a gig at fandoms <laughs> wait i have one last thing Oh, please please okay my last thing is i just want to complete what we were saying about education and shout out to teachers who are fighting for having a more complete view of history and having <laughs> more authors that are not just white men, et cetera, et cetera, in their education. And I want to make a little footnote by saying I have a close friend who is a teacher and she's, especially since COVID started and all this started happening, I've been talking to her a lot about her teaching, how it is, what's going on. (laughs) And she started teaching a, a, a course in American history And she has spoken to me about how difficult it is. And she's in a kind of a small school and how difficult it's been just to try to fight to get more diversity in the authors that they're having their kids read alone. That there's, it's, I mean, I think it's, she's in kind of the best position to be able to get that happening. And the fact that it's still so hard for her makes me wonder what it would be like for like, I don't know, a teacher in the South in a big a big structured school system that really doesn't want to change their ways. Like apparently it's been very much just like foot down. No is the answer. So any of you who are fighting for that, we are very grateful and happy. We salute you. Thank you. And uh, Alana, we're going to have to shorten your thoughts because that was way too long. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> totally Sorry. No, no, no. I loved it. Please tell us more things like that on the show. Let's try to use our platform for some good, too. Well, I feel like this show is you that you can't talk about educate. can't not talk about education While you talk when about you talk show, about this right. show. It's good like point. the purpose is education. Yeah. So we're going to end up right. covering don't it a lot. All right. <laughs> you shut up, Balky. I don't give a fuck. All right. Balky. His name is Balky. I don't give a fuck, Balky. I don't give a Balky fuck, Dagoo. Balky. All right. You guys want to Thank you, Alana, for sharing that. And thank you for the shout out to people who deserve the shout outs for um, spending their lives dedicated to educating people. And teachers are great. Okay. Shall we get to emails? Hi. Brett? Hit it. <laughs> Kevin. Took your top. Look who's here. Fuck your daughter. (laughs) Well, that's nice. Oh, shit!
filthy rain. Officer Mustard Stain. Time for some emails. Do you believe in the power of a curse? All right. What's that one <laughs> from? Somebody trying to share this podcast and being like, they got some really good points, and it's like, <laughs> they really do a good job of kind of like, you know, preaching tolerance and progression, but there's a lot of there's a lot of really weird stuff. It's just weird so sounds. You probably can't shit. play for your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, it's been. All right. I mean, you can. They're getting it all from YouTube anyway. Let's get this music playlist going so we can have a little ju- a little jazz or something going on while we while we hang out, huh? How's that sound? Shout out to Steve for being able to do anything with two pairs of glasses. On. Thank you, thank you. I am. I've been known to be brave when it comes to my lifestyle and my comedy. Um, what am I looking for here? I'm, Losing my mind. Here we go. I found it. <laughs> Excuse me. I was just looking for some music that we could listen to while we. Ooh, she's loud. <laughs> that's not super loud. Can you... That's not really that loud. That's perfect. That's perfect and beautiful and beautiful and perfect. And beautiful. All beautiful. right. Let's get to some emails, guys. Jesus. And Mary. <sighs> this feels like it's from the saddest part of a Tom Hanks 90s dramedy. Yeah. <laughs> God, my life is over. What am I going to do? I don't know how to get Christine back. <laughs> how am I going to get Christine back? You got to play the horn, Jimmy, like you never played it before. Tom Hanks is horn boy. <laughs> 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 All right. Nicholas Alstheim. Yavelt sends an email saying, My first time experience... Hi there, you beautiful people. Hopefully I'm able to make this short enough for you, Mr. Zaragoza. I started listening to the podcast when you did Watchmen and love every episode. Thank you. This show also got me to finish The Leftovers, which I'm very grateful for. How about another honk? And I realized (laughs) I had stopped watching at the same episode Alana dropped off. I knew it. One more honk. My friend did the same. Which was fun. It's very exciting being introduced to Lovecraft Country as I had not heard of it at all before you announced this would be the next show. As I'm lacking shows... As I'm lactating. As I'm lacking shows to watch, (laughs) I also started re-watching Lost this week, respecting the format and listening to your podcast along with it. I just finished episodes one and two of season two. I was not aware of this podcast when I watched Lost a couple of years ago. I somehow didn't watch it while it aired and had miraculously not been spoiled. So I saw this as a great opportunity to get even more awesome content from you guys. That's so sweet. (laughs) So far, I love... Both the rewatch and the podcast, I was amazed to learn that the hashtag Brett Yes bit stems from the very first episode. Is it because it this was your first time on a, on a podcast or something? Or on because one of- you, you weren't confident that I would be able to commit to weekly. I think Mason was very young at the mm-hmm. time. And you were like, what if we just call you halfway through the episode? <laughs> and so I, I called in and... <laughs> 
That's the sound like, of the phone ringing. You were la- you were like <laughs> laughing about the fact that I, I you told me to call like a certain time and I called in the middle of your like conversation, and you're like, why don't you just join in? <laughs> and I said, if you if you want more of Brett, just just tweet hashtag Brett. Wait, yes. so you weren't originally Not gonna be part be of like the show? Thing. What's that? You weren't originally gonna be part of the show? Is that what you're saying? I was down for it, but I don't think you had confidence that I would be able to make it every week. And you were wow. worried. you were like really trying to build something. <laughs> but I did. Excuse I me. made it through thick and thin. I'm still here. Well, God bless you. Up. I don't remember any of those days. Guys. Remember I gave you a ride home from E3 and we talked about doing it? I remember everything. <laughs> Jamie gets mad all the time. I'm glad you do. I love it. I'm not mad at all. Please help me recover <laughs> my past. Um, it is really cool that you guys have been able to keep respecting the format and the show found its stride so quickly. Anyways, just wanted to show you guys some love. I write this email before watching episode two of Lovecraft Country, but my thoughts on the first episode is as follows. What the hell is this show? And may I please have some more? Hashtag first time show. Yes. Sent from my 32 MacBooks. Hashtag Humbleberg. Wait, does he not know where 32 iPhones came from yet? I don't know where that came he from. He must. At this point. Yeah, because huh? Rousseau oh. was season one, I thought. Well, he's only on episode. No, and he said he got no to season way. two. Really? But he's only rewatching up through episode two. He probably forgot because I watched season two, and I don't know what he, you're talking. He about. hasn't got to the 32 iPhones bit yet. I don't know. That's just become like canon. Are you in sure? This show. Someone tell Not us. Not episode one and two. Someone tell. I thought he said season one and two. Oh, oh yeah. Then yeah, he would have covered it. All right, fair enough. Chris Edward Maningo says his mind is blown for Lovecraft Country. Hello, my name is Chris Edward, and yes, that is first two first names. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, Becca DeGoo. Tell someone else. <laughs> I didn't watch The Leftovers or Lost, however, did listen to the podcast, and boy, was I confused about the plot. Anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Watch the first two episodes and geez, could not have predicted any of the horror elements of this show. Really loved the production value of the show. Like Alana mentioned, their clothing was fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad to hear another clothes lover. Forget you don't you don't like long emails. Hope you read. Thanks. No, that was great. Who was it that wrote that? Chris Edward Meningo. Ooh, Chris Edward Meningo. You like my clothes? Beto's here, guys. Beto! Beto! Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Beto. Can you cut in uh, the wickedly talented and then have Alana screaming? Oh, did I do this last time? Happened. No. Did oh I do God, this last time? Yes, did I do did. this in the last episode? Yes, you did. Brett, I really hope someone heard Brett. That would be so incredible. Uh, Steve, what's going on? 
I told you I can't There's stop it. happening. Discord is just giving me every like five seconds of audio. I told you I can't stop it when it's going because that's how I set it up. <laughs> of course not. Don't be ridiculous. Of course not. <clears throat> Beto Guevara sends an email saying, yeah, I got nothing to put here. Hello, Porky boys. <laughs> Haven't seen the third episode yet. Time zones. Hope you guys enjoyed it. One more important note. May the king of Wakanda rest in peace. Mm. We can only hope that his work and legacy can help Jacob Blake and so many others to get some semblance of justice. Yabambe, Don Beto. Wow, that was wonderful. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Serious. Brett? Is that the right way? Yes! Is that the right way? Oh, is there a... Do I have to have a certain hit? No, it's hand? just it's just like it's this. just a cross. I thought. Yeah, oh, it's just I don't a cross. To do wrong. My wife tells me one way is right, one way. Oh is no! Oh god, I don't know it. Then we we the sentiment. It's the thought that the counts. That is that was hor horrifying news. Thank you, Beto. Don't In the change. Midst of a year of bad news. Don't, yeah, don't... I cried a bunch. Uh, alone in my room. Steve didn't know. I uh, was streaming when it when I found out mm -hmm. and that was an awful experience to have to handle while streaming um Beto don't waste my time with emails not about the show <laughs> Andrew Whitney <laughs> just kidding it's fine Bet, well I will say Beto should send his thoughts on episode three for next week yeah, yeah but when you say that a bunch of other people are gonna do it too I'm not talking about those people I'm talking about Beto Beto's a part of the show really, now. He, he had really good thoughts during Leftovers. And he did a pilgrimage to earn his spot. Andrew Whitney sends an email saying, All right, booze and goos. We're, episode, we're three episodes deep, and I'm still deeply in love with this show. Did I love slash hate every minute of this episode because... It's really late at night, and I'm a baby bitch boy for spooky ghosts. Yeah. Dude, I will say, on the West Coast, the sun was still out during this episode, and the last shot of the bodies and all the skeletons, I'm like, well, I'm glad it's not nighttime. Oh, Me yeah. Too. What do you think that is? What do you think that that's like a tunnel into something? Do you believe in the power of a curse? Don't creep me out. Wait, what's the question? I think that's where all the bodies of the... The victims? Uh, experiments from yeah. that guy are I think resting in peace. Do you think that Under that... the elevator shaft below the house. That's, the... that's do you guys... what I thought. Do you think that that underground tunnel is going to come back in some yes, way? Yes, I think that's Let's what they're going to crawl through. They just talked about him keeping this book at the house. I think they're going to... Or whatever, a book of his own spells, whatever. He's. I think they're going to have to go down through there mm. and then end up in the... All those, uh, sure, I almost said Sherlock Holmes, Indiana Jones. I think we're never gonna see it again. Ooh. Ooh. I, you know what? Ahuga. I'm gonna sit firmly in the middle there. I sit right on that little I spike. hope we come back, but we might not come back. And I think we need to be okay with not coming I'm back. I'm okay. But I also think I fully, finally understand the direction of this show. I think that's very important to talk about. Is that. You're Before, saying that or you're reading that? I'm saying that now. The person said that and now I'm adding to it. Um, I think that it's important to note that I think we have a direction now. Yeah. We know what's time. going on. They're looking for the pages of this book like an Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. I love it. Absolutely well, for at least one episode, we have direction. I'm yeah. in love. 
Oh, Abby Lee's outfit was very. Do you think season too. one's gonna like crescendo in Cthulhu? I don't know, but I hope. I hope if it does, the final episode is called Crescendo in Cthulhu. <laughs> Uh, this show feels extremely Monster of the Week with a general overarching story. We're definitely skipping mm-hmm. through time to more significant moments. Would you call moments. it a compounding anthology? <laughs> and that might be the show trying to play into Lovecraft. One of the most common things that happens in Lovecraft stories is losing your mind. If the audience has no idea when they are, what they've missed, or what's going to happen next... It leads you to asking dozens of unanswered questions that you could consider some kind of madness. And that's why it was believable when we watched last week and the screen kept cutting to black. Sorry, it's no longer. It's longer than usual. Bye bye. No, that was great, Andrew. That was a great (laughs) amount. Thank you for the email. Daniel, the Echo Spider, sends his email saying another goat show. Greatest of all time. Hi there, peeps. I hope everything's Jake with y'all. First thing, I feel so silly. D is short for Diana, and her mom is Hippolyta. Those are Wonder Woman references. <gasps> what? Oh. What's her mom? Hippolyta? That's or not how they pronounce it. Is it Hippolyta? Hippolyta, yeah, that's right. I really no. hope we explain. Oh my Hippolyta. god. But they do say no, Hippolyta. They say Hippolyta. In the show. In the Every show, time they in the show, it. they say yeah. Hippolyta. In what? Lovecraft Country. In which Wonder Woman show? No, oh. in Lovecraft Country. They say Hippolyta. Is Hippolyta the mother of of uh, Wonder Woman? Does anyone know? Yeah, I'll but Google it's, it. Yeah. It, Hippolyta is Wonder Woman's mom. All right. Different pronunciation. Spelled no the same deal. way, different pronunciation. I'll fight. Yeah, we, we can fight about this later. I really have to fight um, about it. I'm down I really with it. hope we explore Tick's time in Korea. Tick's time. Every time it comes up, I'm interested. Me also. Too. Ouija comes out at any party, and I am done. Out of there. No way, Jose. Agreed, and I'm glad you feel that way. Keep it. By the way, this episode was legit scary. Sent from my HBO's obligatory shot of a butt. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. HBO but, uh, likes to have shows where they sacrifice goats. Did they too. say Hippolyta in the show? Did yeah. yeah. They, they call say Hippolyta every time. They call her Hippolyta, oh, yeah. I need to look at that. They call who that? The uh, mom, the aunt, the the woman, mother of D, and the one who is married to the George. One, the one who's married to George, yeah, the woman who's very oh, sad okay. about George. The one passing. who is mourning this episode. She is Hippolyta. Oh, I missed that. That must be like them playing into it, but not hitting what? the nail. I on mean, the if head. the book Wait, is a comic mean? book, they're probably just doing comic book references in a fun way. They've been saying it's it for a, more yeah, than this episode. <laughs> Israel Chavez Lopez sends an email saying, Hello, BB boys and summer girl. Ecuadorian Dr. Israel here. Freaking hyped about this series. Freaking hyped! First of all, I wanted to answer a question you had on the last podcast about the doctor cutting his own liver and serving it. Liver can actually regenerate. You can have as little as half of your liver and it will grow back over time. Okay. My problem with the scene was actually that the incision for this procedure was too low on the doctor's abdomen. Your liver's located just behind your lowest ribs on your right side. That's what my mommy tells me. Everyone feel your liver. (laughs) (laughs) There there it is. Excuse me. (laughs) 
I got a little too comfortable. Now about the new episode, I'll keep it short. It totally sold me on the series. I would love if the series is some sort of anthology with an overarching story. Love that the monsters always kill the racists. I love Letitia fucking Lewis. Where's that? We're talking about a compounding anthology here. Say that again one more time. Did I hear that right? Who's asses? <laughs> I'm very excited for your thoughts. Hope you enjoyed the episode as well. Stay safe, guys, and wear a mask. Matt Robb sends an email, guys. Matt Robb sends <gasps> Matt an email, and it says basketball baby face like a hundred times. Copy and pasted. <laughs> Basketball baby face, basketball baby face, basketball baby face, basketball baby face. You know what he's dreaming about tonight. The basketball baby face. <laughs> Damn, that thing was creepy as fuck. And then remember when it started I reciting? I like that, that broke Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, remember when it started reciting the, the like spell too? It was yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever they were well, saying. Well, it's just a baby. It's just a baby. <laughs> Roberto Abril says, Haunted Mansion. Hello, Alana, Brett, Steven, guest. Not this time. Another great episode from Lovecraft Country. Seems like you guys' your guys' suspicions were somewhat correct. <gasps> it seems like we have a sort of linear anthology series where we'll get a different paranormal adventure every episode or two, but there's still some overall story that looks like we'll revisit next week. I, for, un- for one, am I very... Friend. I, friend. My I, friend. <laughs> I, for one, am very interested and have no idea where the story might go next. For all we know, this episode might have just been an outlier. Sip. Also, I just wanted to mention that the music so far has been exquisite, and the cover of Sinner Man Mm -hmm. for the ending theme makes me... Every time. Almost as good as the original by Nina Simone. Oh, anyways, hopefully this isn't too long since Steve said my email for the Leftovers finale was too long. Hashtag Brett, yes. Hashtag Alana, absolutely. Hashtag, hashtag guest okay. Hashtag a party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have it anymore. Roberto. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Roberto. <laughs> Jackpot. Dan the Man sends an email saying, Lovecraft Country, Holy Ghost. Some thoughts while watching the episode. That elevator scene. the Those ghosts in Letty's room were really cool looking. Why is it when someone goes into a basement, I get tense? Yellow cat slash rabbit puppet looking like Fernesto. <laughs> it really did look like Fernesto. Oh, I thought it was a Basements a are scary because they're just very big coffins. Yeah. Wow, thanks for making them scarier. For a long time. Thanks Thanks for for... making it scarier and sharing your nightmare with us. Thanks for making our dreams beautiful tonight. You're so welcome. Some MLK, sweet MLK reference. Hell yeah. I played with a Ouija board once. I instantly regretted it. These ghosts are amazing. That is no fake snake. (laughs) The constant honk (laughs) in the background is fantastic. Do not mess with Letitia fucking Lewis. 
what kind of Vigo the Carpathian kind of effect was that? <laughs> yeah. Where's Jerry with his goat sacrifice? Baby head is pretty funny looking. That elevator scene. Ticks. Oh, we didn't talk about the fucking goat. Yeah, that was that was the. That's what I said. Tired. I said HBO loves doing shows where they sacrifice goats. Oh man, yeah. Uh, Tick's possession effect though. Fuck yeah, that was so cool looking. Get the fuck out of Letitia's house. Whoa, secret tunnel. Okay. This episode was definitely better. I wondered how it was all going to tie together, but bringing back Crazy Witch Lady gets me excited for what's to come. Will Tick get his own spell? (gasps) Miami Dan signing off. Hashtag Brett yes. Hashtag Brett's face. Hashtag Alana's notes. Hashtag fuck your daughter. Hashtag let's find your bird. Let's find your bird. Thanks, Dan. Canon Mackie sends a thing saying, Holy Ghost. Hello, Alana, Stephen, Brett. I promise this is a real email and not another prank. I felt awful for the fake intro song I sent in and wanted to apologize for it. I'm sorry, and I promise it will not happen again. What? It was great. That's what got cut off at the last episode. Oh, did it get cut out? No. Well, it got cut out in the first upload, but it's back. Okay. All right. And it's in the video version. And we too. liked it. And we love it. Yeah, you don't have to apologize at all. That's not an elevator. That needs to be fixed. That's an elevator that you board up doors to and never use again. I wonder if Letitia was worrisome about Atticus's potential snake penis this time around. I love how Atticus was just immediately on board when Letitia said the house was haunted. Of course, they just saw a bunch of fucking monsters. I uh, I pulled that clip and then I got rid of it because it doesn't work as well in just audio, but I love that she's like, my house is haunted. And he's like, all right, talk me through it. Yeah. So what? You want us to tell him that wizards exist? The show set it up to make us believe that Atticus was going to be the heroic Jackie Robinson figure from the story and use the baseball bat against the racist neighbors. But I love the gender reversal with Letitia mm. being an absolute badass. Yeah. In the blue dress, no less. 100%. Do y'all think the ghosts are going to keep protecting them from the white racist people? Or do you think that they are at peace now and are gone? I think that. Peace. I think they're gone. All right. I hope that I hope the people in the neighborhood are like, um, three white people just randomly went missing after they broke into their house. Maybe we don't fuck with them anymore. Yeah. That'd be lovely. I do think they're over that storyline. I think, I mean, little bits will play, but I don't think they're going to go into the... That neighborhood. Seems like they move on real quick. Next thing, next thing. All right, final yeah. email comes from Hala Marcos Sosa. And it says, Letty didn't tell the butler what she wanted. In episode two, Letty never asked for the salt. The butler knew what she wanted. I don't know what it means. Love and light, Marcos Sosa. Amen, brother. All right. Only time will tell. Well, guys, that's it. We got well, that's it. Can that's, I say one more thing? I yes, thought of. Yes, please go for it. I told Steve that I have a wishful thought that I'm hoping that Uncle George comes back as like oh, as a, a spirit, helper. as like a ghost or like something dead. Yeah, and is helpful in some way. Oh, I hope Uncle George way. comes back as something dead, <laughs> 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 or he learns how to bring people back from yeah, the dead. I'm wondering how the Dracula references are going to affect me, if at all. Me too. Does Dracula bring anyone back from the dead? Well, eh, no, but Dracula. I mean, like, no, he makes people immortal. 
his, his Dracula yet. knowledge really helped them out of the pickle in the first episode. So that might be all the Dracula stuff we got. I don't know. They knows? kept playing into that Dracky. Who knows? They also did another Count of Monte Cristo yeah. uh, moment to show us yeah. that uh, a close uh, up. Tick's dad, is uh, he likes that book. A close-up, no less. Yeah, a close-up, no less, no more. Kevin. Um, all right. Well, I read that book in high school. Oh, did you? I've we'll never. We'll save it for your Count of Monte Cristo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What if you did a Count of Monte Cristo podcast? I feel like that's not coming. No. <laughs> we do the book, then the Jim Caviezel movie, and that's it. And that's it. I, that I sounds like a like great season. Not that sounds like a great season of comedy. <laughs> All right, mothers and fathers and children's and brothers and sisters. And gender neutral identifiers. Uh, yes, also non-binary. Non-gender fluid. And computers. And computers. And robots. Guys, and thank ghosts. you. And ghosts. Thank you so much for listening to the show, supporting the podcast. The easiest way to support the podcast uh, would be to go to youtube.com slash thevalleycast and uh, like and subscribe. Uh, well, subscribe to that channel if you would. And then like all the videos that are first-time show videos. You can like the other ones, too. Elliot has a podcast with, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, shit. Rollins. His last name is Rollins. God damn it, I keep forgetting. Peter. Peter Rollins. He's my friend. <laughs> so anyway, um, yes, please support the podcast over there. Become a patron of the Valley Folk where you can also um, get some sweet new treats and we're working on some new special shows that only patrons can get and other things so support people who are working hard during the quarantine to entertain you and do their best to do so on a weekly consistent basis anyway thank you guys for listening to the show we hope you enjoy it and i cannot wait to see where this show goes next thank you guys goodbye Goodbye. Goodbye.